Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, welcome to the Waffle Wrap, and it's probably... For those who follow the Eagles Waffle side, it's probably one of the darkest days in our short waffle history. Uh, West Perth Falcons ran out convincing winners. 34 goals, 13, 217. Yes, you heard me right. 34 goals, 13 to West Coast, 7 goals, 648. There was a 169-point drubbing. It was like watching... A waffle team playing a ground training cones to me. Dan, there's no way to gloss over this, but that was a dark day. And uh, before we get into the players and who played best for both sides and whatever, when you only got four fit uh, AFL-listed players in the team, what can you expect? Yeah, that's it. It was such a disappointing performance and... You got to surround these kids with talent, you know what I mean? Because we said four players, but True was the oldest, and True's like twenty-one. The rest were teenagers, you know what I mean? You got kids, and then surrounded by amateurs. And I've said to you offline, I just feel the waffle the way they've set us up. Uh, they've hamstrung us, you know what I mean? You got to have these talented players around the youth to develop. You've got to have the contingency plans for when injuries strike like this. Yep. That the play is available to us or the, the, basically the team should be strong enough that they can handle injuries. The players we have, like you look at Nelson, right? He had a great game. He dominated. Um, I'm so glad we kept him on as captain. Like He's performed in these games so admirably considering how bad we've played. But that's what we need. We need more players like that that aren't on our senior list but are strong enough to carry that waffle side and so- isn't dependent on our AFL-listed players. So at the moment, currently we're only allowed to have two, and that's why we've only got Nelson and we've got Waterman because they're considered ex-AFL players. So this is my proposal. So have a listen to these points. So for the Eagles waffle side to be competitive, just in case, you know, if we've got 12 AFL-listed players from our senior side playing, we're going to be competitive. But in the last year and a half, we haven't had that at all. So these are four little points that would give us a better side, a competitive side, and it wouldn't be a dominant thing for that waffle. So Eagles should have access to any delisted AFL player who has not played the AFL or the waffle in the last 12 months. So that means an AFL player that's gone to an amateur competition and can come back. So that means Chris Marston could play for the Eagles waffle side. Sherrod Wellingham could play for the Eagles waffle side. But at the moment, they can't. That's same for the Eagles side, right? Next point. A player who has served a minimum of 10 years on the Eagles list or the free AFL list and is no longer on their main list should be eligible to play in their waffle team. So that means, uh, let's just say, Shannon Hearn, for example. Like Jackson Nelson, he he, hadn't played 10 years, but Shannon Hearn, next year... If he retired, he cannot play for our waffle side next year. Yeah, it should be allowed. Those points you made are so simple, but would have such a good effect on the side. Yeah, it would so, make us competitive. 
the, the, next the one. Waffle can't want this. Like, the Waffle can't sit there and want almost 200-point losses because it affects the ladder so drastically. Yeah. I got two you more know, points. That percentage boost, yeah, but that percentage boost quickly. Uh, West Perth just got oh. that could be defining coming to the end of the season. Oh, of course. Um, clubs yeah. are going to be laughing so, like that. But other presidents of other clubs, they can't be happy. So they're the ones not wanting to succeed. But they've got to realise that it can have an adverse effect on them by not having us competitive. They only need one other president to change their mind and things will get done because it was 5-4. The other two points are give access to interstate players for the Eagles, and this applies for Freo and Peel, that they can be included on their supplementary list, but they have to be under 23 years of age. So that means taking a guy from the VFL like Perth have this year. Perth brought in five players from the VFL all under 23 that are playing the waffle because they're under the points. They're, you get so much for a point for a player if they're from the VFL, SANFL. Eagles can't do that at all. Other waffle clubs can, so why can't the Eagles have at least, even if you put a number on it, just say four, there's four players. And then this is the biggest one. Eagles or the Frio at Peel cannot have at the moment a father-son player play for them or any NGA player playing for them on their current list. Peel, it, Peel get away with it if they're from the Peel team already, but if they're a CBACO player, so West Coast, say this year you got Colin Livingston playing at Perth. He's an NGA player. He could be playing at the Eagles instead of Perth. And at the moment, yeah. that is not allowed. And they're just simple little things. They're not giving you a big, big um, margin of increasing you know, you're going to be dominant and all that stuff, but it's just common sense that those things should be in place for the Eagles and Frio sides in the waffle. Be more competitive. Those things there, four little things there aren't happening at the moment, and then you wouldn't have to bank on amateur players coming in to fill the spots. And like you said, today is a wake-up call. Do the waffle want massive killings every week or do they want a competitive feeder competition, because that's what it is? Or do the Eagles just say, guess what? We're taking all our players. We're going to go join the VFL or Sample, and guess what? We're probably going to take players like Jai Bolton and all that, because they're going to want to be in the view of other VFL clubs. Yeah. Well, that's it. And offline we spoke about it a lot, and th that's where I'm at right now. Um, you know, because you've got Gold Coast, you've got GWS, you've got all these teams having their seconds competition in the VFL now. It's not just the Victorian teams. And um, most of those points you said are spot on. I, well, not most, all of them. I agree with all of them. They're great. And my question is, if we join the VFL, we pretty much have access to most of what you said, don't we? Yeah, you, you, have, you have that and more if you're in the VFL. That, the that's NFL. my point, yeah. The yeah that's my point, mate. The sand filler, that's pretty much the sample model. And yeah. Adelaide are winning, but they're not They're not winning. Yet. They haven't won the flag in two years. So, you know what I mean? They're, they're worried about it, dominance and that's, you know. And at the moment, they put things on like Peel. If they're in a final, they can have no more than 15 AFL players in a team. So be it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fine. Um, you know, at least they've got great. access to 15 AFL players, you know, and they've got yeah. Peel. They've got – the alignment – 
club rules are a little bit different. People don't get as much as the other clubs, but they get a hell lot more than the West Coast do at the moment. So, yeah, that's it. And um, you kind of touched on it too, and that's what I suggested to you offline as well that um, would be a more powerful side if we joined the VFL because you mentioned Bolton, but a lot of players that would want to be drafted would join the, the Eagles' uh, seconds team to get more um, eyes on them, to increase their chance of getting yeah. drafted. So you've got a 23-, 24-year-old. Like, let's say Greg Clark that dominated for Subi and won the Simpson medal. We picked him. That could that story could happen to other players. So they'll join the Eagles so they get more exposure in the other states and increase their chances of getting picked. To me, this is a no-brainer now. And anyone that's listening to this, I was against this at first. I was like, no, it's more travel. But seeing how we've been hamstrung by the waffle and the different conditions if we join the VFL to the waffle, I've done a complete 180 here. And now I'm like, no, we, as far as I said, we need to join the VFL now to have a competitive second side because you can never really control injuries completely. And sometimes it, it, it sounds like a cop out, but sometimes you get bad luck. And that's what we've had. We've had concussions. We had Liam Ryan landing awkwardly. We've had stray elbows in the throat to Sheed. You know, so there's these things that will happen, and you can't have the system make that mean you de- it's decimated your second side. And that's what's happened. So and I'm no, no, 100% now joined the VFL. And no disrespect to the amateur players that the Eagles have got as top up players because they're only doing their best. But some of these amateur players wouldn't even be in an A grade amateur team. And yeah. that's I always feel bad like we're attacking them, but it's just the no, truth, you just... know. They, they, they don't train as hard. They don't train with the club. You know, so imagine coming into a side you haven't really even trained with. You know yeah. what I mean? You're working a proper job. You're, you're not a dedicated waffle player. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're at a different level. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah. And then if you're not playing with them, you might be playing B-grade or C-grade amateurs. Let's get into the game that we just did. I know it's dark; it's a dark day, but, again, two players actually scored more than the Eagles. In uh, Tyler Cattell, he kicked 10 goals, four, and Dobson kicked eight goals, one for West Perth. Uh, yeah, it was just a dark day for West Perth. Mm. I mean, for West Coast. And it's hard for me because I was a West Perth guy growing up, so it wasn't. Great watching, you know, um, watching a team I followed since birth and the Eagles, I wanted a competitive game and it, it was anything but. For the West Coast, Begil was um, – Begil, wherever you pronounce it, he was the most with 20 disposals. Uh, True had 20 disposals. Bazo had 12 disposals. Um, and we only had DeWar. He had six disposals, one goal, one, and Hewitt uh, injured in the first five minutes, three minutes of the game. So it was. No, I heard it was like first ten seconds almost. I think it was the first yeah. bounce. Sounds ridiculous. So there you have. They're the Eagles players. So that just shows you, <laughs> excuse me, what we had available. Um, Nelson, an ex Eagle player, he was probably the best on the ground for the Eagles. Twenty nine disposals, uh, playing yeah. for the midfield. So. It just shows you what we had to contend with. And when you look at the player stats, that they had like 70 inside 50s to our 34. Every time they went in, well, nearly every second time they were actually having a shot in goals. Um, and that was just shows you how one-sided this game was. You look forward to West Perth and they're going to play Ishi Mantle next week. Ishi Mantle, they probably won the one game. So... 
Are we going to get any players back? I don't know. This only way I can see us being competitive if we get a few back. Eastern Mantle only won today by four points over Swan District. So um, what we can say is West West Coast scored more goals than Perth did. He scored one goal six today against Peel Thunder, who's a Fremantle aligned side. So that just shows you the difference um, who yeah. Fremantle have got on uh, on their list, you know what I mean? And I look mm. through the list and they've got a lot of um, waffle players in their side that aren't AFL listed. So there's a difference. Uh, it's a dark day for waffle side, but you got to look for the bright side, and hopefully there is one around the corner, Dan. Yeah, well, here it comes. I'll try to find some uh, positives <laughs> from it. Um, Bergil now has played a couple of really good games, I think. like So I look at him, and I think he will debut this year. I didn't think that at the start of the year. Um, so I reckon this kid will get a game. It shows a lot of potential. I mentioned the last one. He was the bonus pick we got by dropping down two picks in the first round two years ago when we picked Chester. And we got Port's second round pick for doing it. Um, this is the kid we obviously picked with that. Mentioned that last week. And, yeah, he sees the big performing. Um, Barnett, I think he faded l- l- late in the game being a kid. But he was good 21 hitouts. Um, oh, good thing is he took Barnett. Yeah. He took – he didn't get lots of the ball, but really good contested marks. Oh, I think he got a goal as well. So it's like – He got one goal. He does a few things. Six percent. Yeah, but you hit – Four marks. Yes. Yeah, so 21 hit outs. Yeah. So um, that's what I mean. So he didn't get a heap of the ball, but what he does is is quite uh, nice because you hear bloody players, Ruckman getting slammed for not taking enough marks around the ground, and he's already doing that. And, yeah, so 21 hit outs, I think four marks, goal. He, it was a bit of high. It, it's not like that's the finished product, but it's exciting to see that effort from an 18-year-old kid. And, again, we get back to the age thing. Burgle's 18, Barnett's 18. So you got all these kids playing. And we're talking about the listed players, but you've got teenagers, children bloody playing against seasoned waffle men. So it's a bit crazy. Um, Dewar didn't have a great game, but he did have three, could have had three goals. He was a bit sloppy on the ball. But he did a few things to get into positions to have shots and, if he was clean with the ball, he could have ended up with three goals, and he's a rookie-listed player. So there was slight highlights um, oh. in such a doubt, but that's the only positives I can really give you this week. Sorry, I'm usually a bit more uplifting in that, but that was it. Um, Dewar could have kicked more, so you see a little bit of potential there. Barnett, uh, I have so much faith that this kid's going to be such a good ruck. He just needs time, and people that – don't really follow the draft or the kids and that. They just watch the senior sides, which is understandable. And they want a Ruckman. They've got to realise we actually have a talented Ruckman. we just got to develop him. So in one, two years, it will be a different story to it is now. Um, well, 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 Zane True, I think, was unlucky not to be in the AFL side this week, and I was a bit surprised that he was still on the waffle side. Um, he had another good game. It probably wasn't a great game, but, you know, because of the we're always chasing tail, but... You know, I don't know what else that kid's got to do to get a game in the AFL side, but all he's going to do is keep him putting his head over the ball and uh, doing what he's doing because he's having a good season so far on the waffle side. Him and Nelson yeah. are probably the best two players over the, the preseason and the two two rounds so far. So, anyway, 
That's a good waffle little wrap, even though we were cured by 100 and what, what was it, 169 points. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Points. I'm pretty sure looking, without looking back uh, at our short little history in the waffle, that's probably our biggest ever loss. So you learn from those things. Uh, hopefully we can turn it around in the short term soon. Otherwise, the waffle comp's going to suffer for it in the long term. Um, and we will talk a bit more about that going on during the year. We'll try and bring you a waffle wrap every week. Um, so hopefully it's on better circumstances than what today was. And, and we got more AFL listed players playing for the waffle side. So yeah, just quickly on that. We don't really know much about the injuries, do we? Because I'm thinking we will have this massive injection in, what, three weeks, a week? Because apparently Shilly should be back. Witherden's already back. Hearn's been rested, so he'll be back. Uh, Jamison will be back. We don't know the degree of injuries to, say, like Edwards and stuff and even Hewitt with the ankle. But I'm thinking I think two weeks is when we would get a good chunk back. But until they release the injury list, we won't know for sure. Yeah, we never know, you know when they release injury lists because uh, they still haven't put a timeline on a couple of players that have been out for two weeks already. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. It's Eagle Nation. You know where to find us if you're listening to the show. Uh, we'll do another two shows during the week, the final siren. Hopefully it's a good result against the Cats, and then we'll be talking later on in the week, bounce down when we take on Port Adelaide in the AFL. Next week in the Waffle, it's West Coast versus East Mantle, and that is at Minerals Resources Park. So get down there, guys. It's our home ground, even though it's an away match. So East Mantle get all the gate receipts. That's another thing why we're propping up. The, wa- the waffle, but I'm not going to go into that until later on in different shows. So thanks for joining us, Dan, and um, until uh, the next show, uh, join us on Linktree and go for the shows from there. Go Eagles. Share the West Coast sky I will do